0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Good, really good. So, you're kind of just recently bought a new... Camera Mm -hmm. body, and um, I kind of do upgrade my stuff from time to time. And today we're talking about should I read my camera manual?
1: That's a big hard yes. (laughs) You
0: should. Well, I'm just going to think about this for a minute. That camera manufacturers go to a lot of trouble actually printing a camera manual for Mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of really good information in there. Yep. And we were talking about it um, before we started the podcast. We're talking about how a lot of forums, and you were speaking to a friend today um, Mm. about it. That Mm. quite often. People just going to forums going, oh, how do I use second curtain flash? Yeah. Or well, where's mirror lockup on my, you well, know, d Or how do I D850? take a picture that looks
1: like this? Yeah, yeah,
0: all that type of stuff. Yeah. And the thing about it is all that information is actually in the manuals. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right.
0: And I don't know whether it's a form of people are just too busy to do it. But, I mean, I know I will get a new camera yeah, You take it out of the box, yeah, you start playing with it and pressing yeah. buttons and doing stuff. Yeah, And then you'll see, oh, this, and you go, oh, what's that? So then you f- go to the manual and go, oh, that's um, yeah. anti-flicker. Okay, that's for da 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 Oh, yeah, I'll turn that on, give, yeah. that, a, give that a bit of a go. Um, I think the thing is these days a lot of people, like I said, don't read manuals. I mean, no. I know this is kind of this Australian folklore thing that <laughs> Australians just don't read manuals. I thought
1: it was men. <laughs> no, I think
0: I think, it, I think it's pretty much across everywhere. But I think that using your manual, like I said, you can learn so much more about mm. your camera. You can actually learn mm. things about your camera that the person in the store may not have told you. Yeah. Or you may have read, you know, you might have decided before you bought your camera, you've gone and read a few reviews and someone mm-hmm. goes, yeah, buy the XYZ, it's great, the dynamic range is off the Richter scale and da-da-da-da. And you go, oh, that's great, that's great, that's great. But then you start reading the manual and you go, oh, my camera's actually got, can do this. Yeah. Or or it's got this feature that hadn't heard of that before. What Mm -hmm. is it? And then you go and, you know, obviously start reading and it tells you in the manual Mm -hmm. exactly how you use that feature and where it is. I mean, a lot of them have um, interesting, like if you're a sports, doing sports or action. Yeah, some of them have some great. Some of the tracking for the the focus, autofocus. There's some, you know the algorithms in there to how the camera will behave to movement.
1: Yes. And how yeah. it will
0: actually track the subject.
1: Yeah, which makes me think I need to check all of that out on my camera actually. I need to make sure that it's all set up right well, and figure that, out how to do that.
0: Well that's right, and there's some there's some different subjects will require different yes. um things. I mean a lot of people may have seen a button on the back of their camera that you know, the back by bu- the back button focus. And if you're shooting sports Back button focus is your friend,
1: and it's actually it. Yeah, it's a friend of mine uses it in the reception of weddings. Yes, and because what it does
0: is because if you're using the half shutter press focus,
1: you miss out on so much.
0: Yeah, but the other thing too is potentially sometimes you'll actually then just shoot something and then that when you shot that frame and you're going oh bugger and you look down and but you then just miss something. Yeah. That if you're using um, the the button on the back of the camera and it's and I don't know about your camera, but on mine yeah. it's in a. Very intuitive place. It
1: is. It's actually in a really good spot for your thumb. Which yes. it, it's reminding me. I need to actually have a look through my manual and set all of that up.
0: Yes. Yep. And usually, yeah. usually what you do is when you pull your camera out the box, it's typically most cameras are set to half-push shutter. Yes. um For focus, so that's pretty much like the the go-to default setting that cameras are shipped with. And sometimes, like I said, it's 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 one of those things. Like I said, that people don't necessarily always see or use or mm. whatever. But once you understand it and so i I don't use it all the time but I do use it for certain things, particularly yep. sport it's really good use it if I've got a long lens um, don't necessarily use it for street photography. I'm usually composing and I'm probably shooting just using like a one shot shutter setting yeah um rather than like a like a servo mode where it's constantly. Tracking the focus, yeah, which yeah. you do in sport, yeah. So,
1: but there, like, there's so many other things that you can pick up from your camera man- manual as well, like. Um...
0: Well, the other thing I know. Look, and and both our cameras have these abilities to be able to reassign button assignment. Yes. So if you, if, if there's some features that you use quite a lot, yes, you can assign them to a button.
1: Yes, which is so helpful. It,
0: it is once you understand it, it's so powerful. Yeah, I mean, I used to shoot a lot of HDR. Mm-hmm. So I had a setting where I could put the camera in a HDR mode where would do basically bracket brackets. Shooting. yeah. So I'd just set up you know I'd so say I'm going to take three bracketed shots. These are my bracket times between the shots. This is the way the camera I want the camera set up to do it. And then what I used to do is I'd take those three images and I would put them together yeah in post to make a HDR shot. Yep. even though a lot of cameras these days do have a HDR function where it will do it internally you don't have as much control no well, if no. you do, if you've got the if you've got the the, the bracketed shots mm. then you can play yeah it, play you can it make it look look more, more authentic. authentic and natural yeah yeah. yeah yeah sometimes sometimes like i think some of the in camera hdr type functions Can not
1: very digitised they put
0: a lot of over it's over processed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's kind of at that level so that's yeah. just one thing like to understand that your camera actually allows you to Essentially, create hot buttons that Mm. will take you to a particular Mm. feature that you use regularly. Mm -hmm. Because we all we all use our cameras differently. You know, you'd get if you got two photographers, um, gave them the same camera. They're going to pick that camera up and they're going to use each camera slightly different based on their style, the way they operate. Basically,
1: it's it's true. Yeah, so you can have two shooters using the same gear. Photograph very, very
0: differently. Very differently, yeah. and like I said, and sometimes like people like I said don't even understand that they've got these these features. amazing functions. Amazing on functions. <laughs> One of the ones that always, um, I suppose, always kind of gets me is um, reading about firmware and what firmware does in yeah. the camera. So you buy a new camera. Um, so when the camera is made, the manufacturer releases the camera. And firmware is essentially like a set of internal instructions that basically tells the camera how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, and what happens is sometimes over the course of the camera getting out into the market, people will start to notice. And I, one of my early cameras, when I when we were talking about bracketed shooting, yeah, it would drop a frame. So you'd set it for three, and it would shoot two frames. Yeah, it would drop the middle. Bracket one. So then
1: you could update your firmware, yeah.
0: And there was a firmware fix. So what 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 happened was it was just when they built the camera and they'd set it up, someone had, you know, left the full stop off something or done (laughs) something wrong. Well, it didn't quite work. But it was fixed in a firmware update. Mm. And it's funny, I had a friend and he started shooting bracketed shooting goes, Oh, I'm shooting bracketed and
1: it's dropping a shot. It's dropping a frame, <laughs>
0: and I go, "Yeah, what's your, have you updated the firmware?" "Oh no, never." "What's that?" "What's
1: that?" "Yeah." You "Go and read
0: your manual, have a look at it because." And then he went and did it. He goes, "Oh, you're right. That fixed it." Yeah. So sometimes, like I said, reading your manual, understanding how your camera works, that when it's shipped to you, that um, down the track, the manufacturer may may fix it. And there's one of the manufacturers at the moment just had an issue where um, because a lot of cameras go Wi-Fi. Yes. And there was an issue where I think it was a convention in the States where someone showed they could hack into the camera using <gasps> the Wi Fi. Oh so goodness. It, yeah, so that manufacturers then they've come out now and, and done a patch. Yes. Which means that you put the new firmware on it, yeah. it blocks that potential.
1: Oh goodness, that would raise all sorts of issues.
0: Well, I mean, I think every time you every time you basically have a device and you put it on the air, so to speak. like you just, You're
1: becoming vulnerable, very you put, vulnerable. you put it out there that
0: basically you're creating a communication between maybe your smartphone mm. and the camera, which is incredibly useful, mm. but also that you've got to be mindful. So sometimes that's just a good reason too to make sure things like your camera firmware yeah. is up to date as well.
1: That's a really good point. And mm. I think it's it's important that you are familiar with, at least familiar with your manual so that you are self-reliant and self-resourceful because... Yes. It's it's just I just don't know. Like when you go into the forums and you find people asking basic questions that you know that they can find the answers to in their manual, it's actually really frustrating.
0: Yep. Especially, and especially, and, some, and yeah. sometimes people will put their own little twist. So you've got, you're asking them, and they put their their own little twist. Oh, Terry, you go in and do 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 do. Yeah. But there's actually another way of doing it as well. Yeah. And that other way might actually suit you. You might like that first way and go, Oh, yeah, that's great for me, but you might go, Oh, that's a bit clumsy. Yeah. And then you find like, oh, I can just do it this way. So sometimes reading the manual will actually sometimes have suggestions. Yes. Yeah. When well, you yeah. buy the you know, you buy the can of soup and it's got the serving suggestion. <laughs> and there's like this amazing spread and it's Don't just Don't forget ke- to add the chicken in that. It's soup. just a <laughs> can of tomato soup. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just a suggestion. It's just yeah. a
0: suggestion. So sometimes it's really good. And like I said, manufacturers, if you think about it this way, manufacturers spend a lot of time writing that manual. Yes. And there's a lot of really good information. But there's also, for, for newbies learning photography, quite often they'll, in the manual they'll explain depth of field.
1: Yes, yes, they do, yes. They'll and, explain these and things. And how to take a good portrait. It's yes. in every single Nikon now, manual that I have at home,
0: Yes, so how, the, to <laughs> how to
1: take a portrait.
0: How to take these portrait. Are, these, are, these are kind of your starting it settings. goes to
1: basics, yeah. Yes,
0: so, there's, so it is actually like um, a tutorial mm-hmm. component to the manual as well as like how the camera operates. But it, they think, I think what they're doing, they're assuming that the operator buying the camera has no previous experience. And
1: I think that's really valuable for them to do because there are so many – Entry level photographers that are going straight to pro gear.
0: Yes, yep.
1: And they're even advertising that they're professional photographers going into the industry. <laughs> Look, I got a, I've got uh, a, yeah, I've got an amazing digital camera. I'm going to go and photograph families and weddings and babies and they do.
0: That's right. But I don't know how to use it.
1: Yeah, And it, that's that's the truth of it. A lot of them don't have full understanding of their equipment. Yes. Or full understanding of how to read their manual and get that information.
0: Yes. And I think that's the thing. Some I, I did actually see a travel forum where it actually said what to tra- what to pack when you travel. You know you know your batteries, chargers, your camera, your lenses, your travel tripod, and then it says your camera manual. Yes, and I read that, and I, that's a really good thing because sometimes when you're traveling and you don't always have access to the internet or all yeah. that because you're traveling, yeah, um, you might be on a bus and then, yeah, you want to take a shot when you get to wherever the destination is, yeah. and you say, Oh, I need to just learn what how to get my camera into that, and In, you
1: can do that,
0: and you can do that if you've got yeah. the manual, so yeah, and that's you know good reason to be able to have the manual access to the manual to read it
1: yeah and by no by no um no reason that way the way it's saying that you have to read it from cover to cover either you can no, no, pick no. out the bits that yep. that you find relevant to what you want to do yep and you can learn those skills and remember youtube is a really amazing resource for anything that you want to learn about anything
0: yep but i still think there's a lot of value to be gained by um, reading a manual manual cuz yeah. the other thing you can do with the manual is there's a little technique you can do. You know, highlighters are so cheap. <laughs> yes,
1: you, <laughs> you can highlight it.
0: You can go in and highlight parts because mm. I don't know about you, but like you know, if, if you're doing something that you're not doing a lot, right? And it might be
1: something you only want to switch on for a moment yeah. and switch off, but you and, know you might need it again later on. And, and you yeah. just
0: want some way of flicking through and go, oh, that's right, there it is there, I want, to, I want to do second curtain flash yeah, and I need to do this, this and this yeah, um, and basically... And the other thing too is sometimes the terminology. So you might be looking for second curtain flash, but it actually might be called rear curtain flash. Rear curtain flash, flash. yeah. So you got to understand that sometimes too, like just the terminology might be different to yeah. to what's in the manual or what you from your previous camera. Yeah. It could be called something different.
1: Yeah. And I, I, there's no harm in asking questions if you want to learn, but look at your manual first.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look at the manual. Like I said, it, it's a great resource. Yeah. Um, You know, and like I said, they're normally not too chunky and big. And for a lot of times, like when I first get a new camera, it goes in the camera bag with me for for Mm -hmm. a bit. Mm -hmm. And you do get to the point where you then kind of you know your camera fairly well that you you can you don't have to carry the manual with you everywhere you go. Yeah, but but it's a good resource to have. And yeah, and like you said, you don't have to read it from cover to cover. No,
1: and you know what? A lot of your manuals are also even available on the internet. So if you do get caught out, which I have a few times, and in the past. I have wanted to know something about my camera, so I will Google the manual yeah, and then yep. do like a control F and find yep. whatever it is. Yes. And need. if you've
0: got if you've got like a tablet or something, or even you know, your laptop, yep. you can download PDFs. Usually, super easy. Store the PDF, then you've got you've got all that information. That is and,
1: such a great way to do it because you can find it instantly.
0: Well, and then you don't need the internet. Yeah. Don't, so no. if, if you're on a plane. On yeah. a bus, where yep. you don't have necessarily, maybe if you're in a, you know yep. traveling around, you, you can even
1: keep the PDF on your phone if you've got a lot of storage on your phone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: well, PDFs are actually quite space, you know, conscious. It's not though. too bad. I don't yeah. I mean, I've got on my iPad, I've got a lot of PDFs in the yeah. library. Um, someone gets my iPad, they're going to be bored to hell because there's all, <laughs> these te- there's all these technical manuals on there for stuff.
1: It's a great way to keep them. But I love it because it.
0: I I used to as part of my other job. I mean. I do a lot of stuff where I work with a lot of technically based equipment mm-hmm. and there's lots of different things that you have to refer to manuals mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Today I was, just, I was on a job today and then come across some old equipment.
1: Yes. And I go, oh,
0: I'm trying to do it and I'm going, that's not working. Go, oh, that's right. I just remembered.
1: It's not compatible. It's not. With...
0: It's, it's, it's just different. So then I'm going for and then I eventually going for an old manual. There it is. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. why. And then I went off and did what I had to do. Yeah. But like I said, yeah. but. That was great that I actually had that resource there to be able yeah. to, to use it.
1: And I, I will also be the first one to put my hand up and say that I'm a technophobe. Like yep. I'm really not a techie when it comes to gear but that's why I rely on my manual so much. And if there's some terminology that I'm unfamiliar with, I will ask a friend yes, yep. <laughs> that I can phone, trust. Phone a, phone a friend that's not going to make fun of you for asking stupid questions. Yep. But I will go to my resources first, and I think that's really important to know where your resources are.
0: Yeah, and that's what I said. And sometimes like I said, if there's something in the something that you use, kind of not very often, you can just highlight it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people dog ear the, the yeah. pages,
1: and I even remember in my old days, I used to I had a little tiny card, yep. with all. With just, like, some dot points of yes. what was really important for me to check back on. Yes, yeah. And that's how I would <laughs> refer back well, to it. Well,
0: a lot of people operate, that's what I'm saying, we, we talked in an early podcast about carrying a notebook around mm, and mm. recording information. And that's the other thing. Like, once you've found something in the manual, if you've got a little notebook, you can actually go, mm. you know what, I'm just going to put…
1: Going to write that down.
0: I'll just take those, those few points and dot them down. And well, sometimes you only just need just… Especially, I, I always find sometimes… <laughs> With some of those less used features in the menu system, you're going through the menu system. You go, know oh, it's in here somewhere," and you keep looking. And it. you can be going past it, and you keep every going past time. it every time, every time, and you don't see it. And you go, oh, "Yeah, I want to. I want to change it." Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but you do. Do you customize your camera setup?
1: I do. Yeah. I yeah, especially the things that I customize the most would be like my colors. I yep. guess when I shoot, my sharpening when I shoot. Yep. Um. I'm always customising my lenses to each camera body yep. so I'm actually calibrating those. Yes. What else do I do?
0: A couple, of, a couple of things I always do when I you know, I buy a new camera. Yeah. Um, typically I find that, you know, the ISO range is actually
1: mm. set
0: down. I'll go in and actually usually if the camera will shoot down to 50, I'll, I'll actually enable it to 50. Yes. To whatever it is. But then in the order... I might be shooting where I'm picking the shutter speed and I'm picking the aperture, but because of the changing light conditions, I'm letting the camera just choose the ISO. Mm. But, but I'll, I'll limit what the ISO yes. can go to. Yes. So, in that auto mode, you can actually say, I don't want the ISO ever to go past this point. Yeah,
1: I played with that, that setting the other day actually. It's really it's, handy. Yeah.
0: And i tell you where it's really good. If you're shooting on snow
1: or something uh, like that,
0: really was a lot, lot you know, in the. the Highly reflective, so a lot of yeah. light. That sometimes, you know, from cloud cover to shadow to, to shadow, yeah, that the light's changing. So, but you want to try and you're trying to say so you're photographing, which skiers. is
1: super valuable for for weddings as well. So, if you imagine a bride coming towards the groom, yep.
0: So you want, you, so you're yeah. you, you you want. I mean,
1: she could be walking underneath a tree, then into full sunlight, yeah. then back under a tree, and it happens all the time. And you need to be able to get those shots along the way.
0: And and look to to catch, to freeze walking movement, you need to be one two fifty or for higher. Mm. If you're kind of below that, you're going to get some. It's just blur. You're going to get some blur, yep. which can be distracting. Um, but maybe to get that shutter speed mm-hmm. you might be normally shooting around 125th or something mm-hmm. that's not going to cut it yeah if, if your subject is still that's fine yeah but you might have that movement so you might be up around that three you yeah, know three yeah one 320th a second or something or four hundred even yeah to make sure you freeze that yeah but then you might need your iso might need to go up yeah so you might give yourself a bit of latitude there so you can shoot at the f-stop you want to shoot yeah. at yeah and you shoot at the shutter speed you want to shoot at. Yeah. But you let the camera make the decision on the ISO.
1: And I know that I've actually also, I've modified my focal points with my focal points. Yes, hit. yes. And you can modify, there's things you can modify inside your cameras as well so you can see like the grid across yes. the frame.
0: I, I turn on, I don't know if you use this, but I use the highlight um, indicator so you can actually see where your blowouts. Yeah. On, so when you look at the back of the camera, yep. you can see where you've got
1: I've shot with photographers that do do that. Yeah, 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 I must admit I've never really done that. Yeah,
0: I, I, I do like it. I do like it um, from the point of view sometimes it's different street scenes and that, you know, yeah. you, it, you're trying to get the exposure.
1: Because as... you can lose all your detail if you blow your yeah, highlights and, out, and, which is really – Yeah, and
0: that's that's the trouble. You Sometimes you're trying to – so you tend to be – what you tend to end up doing is you tend to be shooting underexposed mm. so you don't blow out the highlights but then you pull out – pull some detail yeah, back out of the shadows. it's
1: definitely my method these days.
0: Well, it is. It's one of those things that maybe photographers don't always lose because um, people quite often will shoot and sometimes, like, if the depending on the metering that you're using mm. is how it's going to actually meter for that scene. Like I said, it mightn't be ideal. Mm. And I can think, like, of, you know, shooting weddings and stuff, sometimes, like, you've got the white, you know, I think white wedding dresses are, you know, yeah, such a challenge.
1: And I have to say, early on in my career, not having the right understanding of my gear or of settings made some pretty bad mistakes yeah. in regards to photographing white dresses.
0: But the thing about it is your client probably didn't notice it. it was no. probably It was probably you that noticed yeah. it, yeah. Not, not so much your client, that you understood that, oh, I could have done better. Yeah. I know a bit more now.
1: And I know that we spoke about photoshopping in in past, yes, um, past in, a, episode, in a past yeah. episode. That was one instance where Photoshop was my best friend because yes. I was able to pull back those highlights and yes. actually save those images.
0: Yes, and it's funny yep. because one of the techniques in Photoshop, which I've used for that thing where sometimes you can just you know select that one area yes. of the image yes and you can actually um, um,
1: change that exposure and cha- all. Change that exposure. Yeah.
0: The other thing I do like sometimes is sometimes like in. Um, for skin tones, mm. sometimes you'll just with the lighting. This just ends up the skin's too much red in there. That mm. um, you can actually go in and create a an adjustment layer, mm. and in the adjustment layer, you can just say I'm only interested in, in, in altering the reds. Yes. So you don't change the colors of anything else, um, but you can you know get that, try and pull that tone back down yeah. to a more realistic tone. And it yeah. could be because sometimes look, I mean, we all know light will take on. Whatever's around it. Whatever's,
1: yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's something that not everybody understands completely. Yes. Now, I've had that discussion with people well, in the past.
0: Oh, well, it's funny because a lot of people go, oh, "Why do photographers wear black?" A it's lot of so black, so we can
1: well, it's so we can hide in the back of your photos and not be seen.
0: Well, it's about light reflection. If, mm. if you if you rock up wearing a white shirt, right, your shirt is, is going to reflect. It can be a reflector. Yeah. So basically, sometimes that's why. You'll see photographers will work in black, yeah. And it's not—it's not because they're trying to be, you know, trendy photographer. Men, and, men in black. <laughs> it's just that black just absorbs light, so you're not actually, yeah. Your body's not. In... I
1: often wear dark colours. Yeah, for... it's quite common. You'll see yeah.
0: photographers wear dark colours,
1: and also especially if I'm second shooting, I can be, um, I can be cloned out of the background if I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> Which has happened a few times. This crazy photographer waving. Yes, this weird lady in the background. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that was my second shooter. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, look. So look, what we've been talking about is about reading your camera manual. It's a great resource. I think it's like I said, it's under for a lot of people. It's just, it's just underrated. They just don't don't read it enough. Yeah. So Yeah. So now, hopefully, you're going to all go out there now. and find out where your camera manual is and pull it out and start reading. You Buy yourself
1: a cup of tea, cup sit of tea. Down. And you
0: might actually learn something about your camera, a feature that you didn't even know you had. Yeah, right. yeah. Fantastic. And share
1: that knowledge and encourage others to read their manuals as well.
0: Exactly. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> no um, worries. Um, hope you've enjoyed this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you've got a suggestion, we're happy to hear that. Until next time, Terry. See, see you. Bye. See you later. Bye.